detective. Thrill me. Thanks for joining us again. Another episode. I've just we've decided to go into the nineties. You've decided. I've decided to go into the nineties. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. I'm, I've just become. You know. I wanted. <laughs> I wanted to look at early nineties techno horror. And so, <laughs> so which again makes me the... question why I've been held down <laughs> for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> So this time, this time we decided to go with a little scene, a little scene horror picture called "Ghost in the Machine" mm. from 1993. Now this was a studio film, 20th Century Fox, I believe, and is directed by one of my favourite directors, which who I believe I gave zero out of five for Freddy's Dead. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're on shaky ground already. Yes. But look, before we get to that, a little bit up or down. First things first, the trailer for Castle Rock Season 2. Yep. Loved it. Yeah, I'm right up. Mm-hmm. It looks good. What I love about this is it seems they're, they're able to tell totally separate stories from what, season to season even. Yeah, well, it um, looks completely removed from Season 1. And it looks set in a different time by the look of it. Yeah. By the fact that Annie Wilkes is young and all that sort of stuff. Yep. I like the fact that they're bringing some established Stephen King characters in. Like, I love the idea of just building that first season around new characters with the introduction of some other small characters that we had from Stephen King novels. And but this is going to be really interesting to see what they do with with established ones. Exactly. And I actually think Lizzie Kaplan looks really good. Yeah. Um, Just those little. um, There was a couple of scenes where. They just have her talking, and it it, it brings back memories of um, Kathy Bates. Hmm. But then there was other bits where it seemed like you know she's stretching out on her own because it's a younger version. So it could be interesting. And, she and had a couple of those blow ups too, like yeah. where you could just see it kind of, kind of coming along. It's going to be yeah, really. I'm really keen to see that in full flight. Tough act to follow, but I think that it's it's good that it can be done in a different time period, so they can kind of yeah. separate it a little bit. Uh, so I'm I'm definitely an up on that. Yep. The other one was uh, Netflix, $150 million budgeted Michael Bay film called Six Underground. Yep. Stars Ryan Reynolds. I mean, I know why Netflix is doing this. You know, you've got to be a player in the very saturated market of streaming where you've got to have product. Mm-hmm. The trailer looks really... Look, don't get me wrong, some of the stuff looks really slick and, and well shot, and it's obviously <sighs> every dollar's being used. Yeah. But it just looks like soulless filmmaking. Yeah, and there's nothing about it that really... Yeah. ...really pumped my tyres up. No. <laughs> and the, th- the thing that disappoints me the most is Bay can actually direct action. My biggest question is what about this... I look at the trailer and I just see nothing that would make me say, I'm going to pump $150 million into this. You know what it looked like a little bit to me? And I'm probably different in terms of the storyline, but it kind of looked a little bit that like that Mile 22. Yeah. The Mark Wahlberg one from a couple of years ago. And that was, an, that was a non-event. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... Netflix... Look, the problem is, look at Bright. It was a hit for Netflix. Because there's no box office numbers yeah. attributed to any of this. They're working on a different... Yeah, so Netflix can say, yeah, it was a hit. You know, yeah. we had um, 
35 million subscribers stick their head in this one. Yeah, well, this is, but this, yeah, the thing is about getting new subscribers for them, I guess. And obviously, they've got their metrics that they're looking at, which make it a success or a failure for them, but they're in this mode of they need to create IP, basically. Yeah. So, what I look at this and I say, what are they thinking this is going to be for $150 million? I, I, I don't see what the, what the product, what, what excited them. Maybe it's a bad trailer. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, it's got some decent actors in it. Bay can produce some decent action stuff when he when he's... Well, he hasn't done it for a while. But he, because they're the soulless films. Yeah. The Transformers films have just been a soulless kind of jumble of uh, of kind of computer effects. Yeah. This might be perhaps going back a little bit to more action-oriented stuff that's not around computers. So who knows? That could put him back in his... Back into his sort of wheelhouse again, but mm. I mean, and, and look, you don't get me wrong. I thought his work on Pain and Game was good. Yeah, yeah it I was. thought he did a really good job there. I, I'm not a, I'm not a, um, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a guy who sticks the boot into Bay. I actually think he's made some really good films for me personally. He has yeah, earlier on, earlier on in his career, right. yeah. So the Transformers and yeah, I don't know. That's where it seemed to all go to. And I didn't hate the first Transformers. I actually quite liked that yeah. one. But since then, I've been very disappointed with the output. But they're all that shaky camera, super quick cuts where you can't see anything. Yeah. I'm just wondering. I'm hoping this isn't going to be that sort of stuff. And I think Ryan Reynolds again. You know, I mean, you're a really likable actor. Hmm. I don't know whether this is... Reynolds has never really made bank other than Deadpool. Yeah. And there's a reason that, like, him as Deadpool is a, is a great fit. But Deadpool, Deadpool is, is the draw, for. right? It's not still not Ryan Reynolds, unfortunately, because I do like the bloke Yeah, I do too. I like him a lot. And look, I'm happy to be proven wrong here, but I just get this feeling I'm not going to be. We'll chuck another crow in the oven, but it'll just be a small one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a spagecock. <laughs> <laughs> we'll chuck a spagecock in the oven and see what happens. But at this point in time, I'm not, I am not... <laughs> I'm a down on this one. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be very good. Yeah. Okay, bit of news before we get going any further. Halloween Kills... Just started filming, I think, about last week yep. it was. And there's the first set photos show Michael with a prop. They seem to show. Yeah, seem to be mask. a clean mask. So the word on the vine is, or the street word is that. <laughs> on it's, Elm Street? It's a, <laughs> it's, it's a flashback to yeah. 78. Yep. I like this idea. Yeah, I'm If happy it is to a flashback, what... I think that'd be great. I think I'd love to see the what actually happened. In the alternate timeline. Well, I'm happy to see what, yeah, what these guys, what their explanation is for it all. As we see, you know, we chucked a few theories out that perhaps the man in black rolls up in his van and... Or something stupid like that. But, yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I'm interested to see what these guys think went down. Yes. In their version, yeah. which is obviously different, we've already yeah. established that it is slightly different to what ended up happening in the John Carpenter film. Yeah. So what? How was it? Will we get it to see that? Because in theirs, he just he was just taken to prison, was it? Or taken to that hospital? Well, that's that's the inference you got so from what, what they yeah. gave us. So we're interested to see what the flashback is actually going to contain. I guess. Yeah. If it is a flashback, even like yeah, we, it might not we be. we're not a hundred percent sure what it is, but it's just interesting to see that. 
you know, there's obviously some 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 new wrinkles being added and all that sort of stuff to the mythology and and, and a different sort of time period time line. Mm. I think it's great that this this series has still been able to run on. Yep. All right, let's take a break. I know everyone's looking forward to it. <laughs> Here's the trailer oh, for uh, 1993's Ghost in the Machine. accident may have been the killer they've been hunting for the last three years five seconds the total scan what is it this storm keeps surging the power we're losing him he's dying last night a killer died where the hell did that go his body was laid to rest but his soul that's impossible. Has come online. This is gonna be fun, Terry. Who is this? I'm killing your friends. Looks like there was someone else in there with us. The killer died in this hospital. And it was plugged into your computer. is coming after my son and my friends. There's no way anyone can kill somebody with a computer. Shred him. The board is up. He's not in the computer. You can't run. You can't hide. You can't win. in the machine plug in to your worst nightmare ghost in the machine from 1993 directed by rachel talali who gave us freddy's dead the scourge of horror filmmaking produced by paul schiff who produced young guns and my cousin Vinny, and it's written by william davies who wrote Twins, Stop All My Mum and Stop All My, All My Mum Will Shoot, and William Osborne, who, a catalog. <laughs> who wrote Dr. Jekyll and Miss Hyde and The Scorpion King. It stars Karen Allen as Terry Munro, Chris Mulcahy as Bram Walker, and Ted Marco as Carl Hopkins. The budget was $12 million. The box office was five. <laughs> A little piece of trivia. Karen Allen and the two young boys in the film also appeared in The Sandlot, hmm. which came out in the exact same year, 1993. There you go. All right. I'm going to go first here. Well, as the you know, as the uh, connoisseur of techno horror Four. in the room. Noisy <laughs> 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 techno horror too, so, you know. Oh, that niche. Oh, that niche market. Look, it's actually not without some merits. I remember seeing this many years ago and thinking, "Fuck, it was pretty. Re- it was really, really bad." It actually is kind of stylishly directed. I'm surprised I'm going to say that. And there's some inventive kills, like they do some inventive things. It kind of had a, a vibe like something like um, Final Destination. You know, yeah. the kind of you're on the edge of your seat, 
yeah, there's all these little things that could go wrong. You're not sure which one, one's going to take him out. But I, the film is just boring. Mm. It's it's really, really boring. It gets bogged down in this techno babble. Even though it's 90 minutes long, it felt like it was two hours. And the special effects, whoa. <laughs> I mean, nothing dates a movie worse, and it's not the film's fault, but it's classic idea of, look at what we can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they should have looked a bit harder. Yeah. Because it the looks look at atrocious. What we can do was after about five years was like oof <laughs> maybe we should have uh, exercised some restraint <laughs> yeah the characters are one note like you don't even know them yeah except for one particular character that <laughs> oof he's gonna come in for some treatment but overall two out of five yeah I was hovering at two and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got problems. <laughs> I was, I, I, look, I was, I ended up at a two as well. Were you mildly entertained? Mildly, mildly. <laughs> no, that, well, that was one of the Yeah, things. it was like a mild case of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was so. more of a mild inconvenience to myself. But it's, uh, it was better in aspects than I thought it was going to be, but the biggest problem overall is just that it was just as boring as batshit. Like, there was just nothing to, to hold your interest yeah. for long periods. When people were being threatened or yeah. killed, the film kind of just grinds along. Even then, sometimes. But the biggest, yeah, the biggest concern for me then was there's the family, the major players are just, I mean, I'm not even sure they wanted to be there <laughs> by looking at the performances. Karen Allen is yeah, she's, just, she's just, just not interested. stumbling through. The kid is just awful. Bram Walker, he's, he's, okay. he's okay in spots. Give her his best. Bram Walker. <laughs> what was his name? Bram Walker. Um, I did check him out. He's had 254 credits, so he's a pro. I've seen him his yeah, He turns up. And yeah, he's the only one who seems semi invested. Yeah, everyone else couldn't give two yeah. shits. And the the special effects, as you said, date it very badly. But you know, Rachel Talali, who is obviously one of our favourite directors, previously yeah. come in for some for heavy some treatment. treatment. But um, she does she's a actually. I look at her credits, and she's actually done a lot of stuff that that I, I'm interested in. You know, she's directed episodes of TV that I've I've watched and mm. enjoyed. I knew she'd t- done episodes of things like The Flash, which I had, you know, enjoyed in previous seasons. Haven't been enjoying so much lately. Haven't watched it for the last two. So. <laughs> but yeah, she's been involved in things that I quite like. So there was there was flourishes, moments, fl- flourishes of style, and uh, but yeah, overall, just not enough to to be interesting for more than about two minutes at a are time. You, are you giving it two out of five? Two out of five. Look, I've actually got a couple of likes. Yeah, I've got a few. But, again, coming back to the fact that boredom sets in. Mm. And I how I struggle Massively. when I'm bored. There were parts where I um, I probably shouldn't have had my phone close handy because I'd get a little distracted by that. But there was parts where I, honestly, for ten minutes, I just wasn't taking in what was happening. I was just like... Can we sort of speed this up anyway? Can we time and a half this? Like, <laughs> Unfortunately, we couldn't. <laughs> no, I know. We had to fucking take in every second of that. The actual initial idea of the killer, you had to swallow the killer being sucked into the computer. Yeah, right? which we have so when we hide the movie. Swallowed. You know? Knew that that was going to happen. Accepted it. The idea of him being in the computer and manipulating her... Bank accounts and 
basically like identity theft yeah. type of thing was actually kind of interesting and a little bit ahead of itself in the sense that it was. that shit happens all the time now. Yeah, it was a little bit ahead of its time. It was in a, it was taking place in a time when it wasn't so widespread to have yeah. like the internet and um, so that stuff was at least a fresher angle. Yeah. Although um, every time you say in the computer, all I can think of is Zooled. <laughs> 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 yeah, as you said, we accepted that, and the idea of that you're you're not safe anywhere. You, yeah. Your privacy is under threat. And the, the actually... idea that you can't go to the cops. Mm. What can you? Can't prove anything to them. You can't tell them anything. You know, there is no flesh and blood person. Yeah. So at the very least, it sets up a an interesting idea. Yep. That had potential it did the effects when they're actually just showing you the computer breaking everything down and everything like that and some of the electricity stuff you know where that stuff was okay yeah, yeah. it was possible it was fine the electrical stuff it was it was yeah. fine using like a pov kind yeah. of thing that stuff was interesting enough yeah it was let down a bit by the computer stuff as you said but but when he was moving around the electrical wiring and they used some of the shots there, especially around that time when the bloke gets done in by his microwave, yeah, that one was was quite cool. Yeah, so some of the effects at times were okay. Mm. Uh, direction, pretty good. Yeah, in fact, it probably is better directed than it has any right to be. Well, some of the me- some of the more memorable parts were due to the direction, like yeah. the shot going through the house when um, it's all set up for dinner and it's really eerie because there's nobody there and then you see them on the couch and you kind of get the sense of what's on, what's happened, but they take their time and they give you this eerie vibe to this kind of happy family sitting around the TV and then you find out they're all dead. Yeah. Um, She uses a lot of um, sort of slow-roaming cameras and and, um, she actually manages to squeeze a little bit of atmosphere out of a few shots. Mm. There's a couple of really cool shots, one in particular where you see the camera kind of floating over the electrical lines and yep. you can see the and then it goes in through the window of a house you know it kind of veers off the electrical wires and into the house that was a really really cool shot hmm. really really well done so stylish wise direction from a direction standpoint it actually goes all right yeah and as i said i think it almost i mean you'd give it a you give it an extra star that's one of the yeah. my stars for pretty much the direction side of things if it was bog standard directed, it would have been a one out of five for sure. Yep. I I thought a couple of the kills were okay, inventive. You had to kind of do that to to kind of shuffle the deck a little bit and get yeah. some excitement happening. There was a lot of convenience around how some of the things were happening. Yeah. But yeah, there there was a couple of really, uh, as you said, final destination type setups. And yeah. Um, a couple of them worked quite well. I mean, look at the guy being baked to death, the microwave yeah, system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a good uh, one. putting aside the fact that you walk into your kitchen and your microwave is fucking <laughs> nuked your dinner so hard <laughs> and it's burned into ash, yeah. I'm thinking something's wrong here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Microwave's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ninety three. That cost me a thousand dollars. That and the fact that he seems to be cooking, but he just stands there, <laughs> doesn't think shit. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, but there was the other one with the 
the crash test dummy car that fake it's a fake out. Yeah. You yep. think that's gonna happen? Then he goes into the toilet and he presses the hand dryer and it fucking blows up. <laughs> <in his face. laughs> I'm still trying to work out why he caught fire. Yeah, I don't know whether it was covered in, covered in some sort of accelerant. It was, it was kind of cool <laughs> because the fake out happens. You're expecting to get crushed in the car. Yep. And then he goes into the bathroom and it's just out of, it's a surprise. Mm. You know, because he turns the hand dryer upwards so he can, <laughs> I think it's because he's meant to be sweating or something like yeah. that. And he presses the button and, <laughs> and he gets lit up. That was cool. The babysitter being electrocuted by the leaking dishwasher. Yeah. Starts leaking at the bottom. Again, all kind of, they had that final destination kind of set up. Yeah. That something might go wrong. It's cut, which way is it going to come from? And the advantage was no one was no one was removing themselves from those dangers because they were, you know, no one knew what was going on. Yeah. And no one's... You know, it's one of those setups where everyone can just Electrical say, oh, "Electrical not, not a bullshit. human." You know, yeah, yeah, not a human rushing in trying to kill you. Yep. You mentioned that shot of the family on the couch. That was pretty effective shit. Yeah, it was good. It was a really nice touch. It was one of the one of the parts that really kind of added some sort of tension to things. That you know, as we talk about in the dislikes, there were a couple of other things that were working well against that. Yeah. But she managed to work all this stuff. And that was kind of, it had a creepiness, creepiness to it too because he was still a serial killer at that point. He had, yeah. he was human. Yep. So it kind of had that kind of nice vibe of, it was over the top enough. It wasn't like Silence of the Lambs <laughs> type of thing. Yeah. But it was, it was, it just had a nice eerie quality about it. But it was it. in a familiar enough environment and in a situation where you were initially creeped out because you're like, it's a whole dinner table set up in the family home. It's not normal for that to be yeah. fucking deathly quiet and just hearing the TV. So you knew things were off, um, but yeah, it was really, it was really well set up. I thought. Yeah. Uh, there's a bloke on the news that <laughs> 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 you got quite a few last hour. Best part of the movie, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> he makes some sort of gag about yeah, being yeah, in the we're talking about you know that oh, this guy killed people in the address books, and she goes. What does she say? Do you want to have wonder how many address books you're in? And he goes, never do, Kelly. One of the advantages of having no friends. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why, but the delivery was just on point. I it sounded like Frank Rivin. He did, he did. <laughs> yeah, it got a funny. good giggle there. It was quite, yeah, he delivered it in that classic newsman kind of tone, but you're used to newsmen being these fucking... Dildos that just make these bland kind of silly comments, and he kind of, just, he kind of does exactly the opposite, which was quite funny. I actually kind of liked. I mean, I laughed during this sequence, but the nightmare sequence she has, where they're at, they're at that guy's funeral. Yeah, and then yeah. The, the, yeah, the, the, the coffin rolls into its little spot and starts getting baked. Next thing you know, it comes fucking flying yeah. back out. And it's Chucks on it into fire. Yeah, it comes. That was good. The guy's body comes. He's <laughs> all charred up and shit. That would have worked a treat in 3D, wouldn't it? That body coming <laughs> flying out of yeah, That was awesome. Yeah. And I believe Rachel Tully had some experience in 3D, hadn't she? With um, Freddy's Dead. Freddy's Dead, yeah. I believe they were, you know, they were doing things that James Cameron <laughs> had been doing. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things. They did wonderful work in that 10 minutes. <laughs> the virtual reality sh- scene was fucking stupid. Yep. But the idea of him being in there with them yeah. 
would have it actually was kind of creepy yeah imagine being in a virtual reality simulator and then you look around and you see someone well, someone else I, I, the, the thing that I'm comparing it to obviously now we've had experience with stuff like the PlayStation ah! VR and I've, I've been playing the kids have been making me play the Five Nights at Freddy's one yeah. in VR which is all about jump scares and stuff but there's a moment in that where you're in like an abandoned pizza restaurant standing at like the counter and it's all in the dark and being VR, you turn around and look at everything, and you turn around to one of the doorways, and there's this fucking green rabbit sort of thing leaning out of the doorway, fucking waving at you. <laughs> it's pants pooping stuff, mate. Like it's just, I'm I'm sitting there going, that concept of what they had, yeah, in a movie now would be fucking awesome. Yeah, but they just didn't have the technology. They didn't have the technology to been. make it scary. I'm not should have been sorry. Where it was, yeah, I mean, there was the no idea way to go of better. Him coming together in that environment was a really good one. Yeah. So I think that's one of those things you could look at now. I mean, this movie now with the technology would work work great as a fucking cheesy bloody cheap bit of work from Shutter or Blumhouse or someone like that. I'd go see it in a heartbeat. Yeah, exactly. Well, you saw this in a heartbeat. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. it wasn't a heartbeat. It was a, yeah, it was a fucking. Uh, it was a resting heartbeat. It wasn't a. <laughs> it was beating like a jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually also like the idea of the phone call tour yeah. from him. Well, being able to yeah. communicate yeah. in some way. The, the parts where he was able to go through the computer, some of those worked quite well. Because the modulated voices always sound cool. Yeah, and you were able to get an idea of... You were able to get a sense of what he was up to. They were able to visualise parts of it just using the computer screen which was cool um, but being able to give him a voice occasionally was, was very good too yeah. shame about the dialogue but the yeah. idea again was but the thing good. is shame about letting him do it too often yeah because they actually only brought it out in the last half hour and I'm thinking yeah this is this is right you, you give us a little bit of him ringing her up and threatening her yep um, but then they he started rambling on after that yeah <laughs> he started doing it too much yep my final like was Similar to what I said about the um, the kill sequences, it didn't end in a kill, but the scene where the little child is in the kitchen, mm. and you got the stove turns up and the milk starts getting hot, yeah. and the baby pulls the bloody oven open, yeah. and there's all knives everywhere, and it, you know, all you can think of is is that they're going to hurt this kid? Yeah, it was threatening. Yeah, so I liked that. I can't, and again, it had that final destination vibe. Mm. What's going to happen? And thankfully, they pulled up. As it using it more as a tension thing rather than going any further with it. Yeah. But I like this. I like the concept of that idea, and I think that was actually fairly well handled. Any other likes for you? Yeah, one small one. Oh, Glenn from the Wedding Singer as Rookie Cop. Hey. <laughs> All had himself off putting the hat on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was looking at him going, "He looks familiar," and then I'm like, "Yeah, well, I don't know why I recognise him from the Wedding Singer, but that's that's who it was." There you go. All right, dislikes. It immediately shows its age in yeah. the opening credits. Yeah. With some really primitive kind of computer, you know, trying to show you the what the computer what computers oh, look can at the do. Network, look inside yeah. the network, and all and this it sort just, of stuff. Oh, it's immediately dated. Very and again, much so. it's not the film's fault. No, not really. The nineties was really bad for this, and yeah. I believe we had a discussion about this during Under Siege Two. It was kind of like. Fuck, look, we've got all this awesome technology. There's just no restraint. Yeah. We can just do whatever we want. But actually, no, fellas, you can't. 
Yeah. Because it still looks bad. Yeah. And it's not going to go well when we look back on it. And I think that, unfortunately, this is a this is a film that is very much hampered by that, by the the how dated it is. As you say, even if it was boring, if the technology was at today's level, you, you would have got a kick. You would have got a kick out. out of that stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't. No. Yeah, it's uh, it hurts the film quite a lot. Also, how does a Casio keyboard become some kind of voice modulation yeah actually sounds like an adult yeah just hollywood really sort of understanding their technology again i mean they have a film that's uh based around computers and technology and internet but they go with a casio to alter the voice i mean surely you would have bought it a little more if he was using his computer somehow <laughs> to do it but hey you know even if he was just talking into a mic but it had like a, a voice modulation software yeah i don't know something like that i mean for god's sake <laughs> no no he's got a casio keyboard with a microphone taped to it yeah in my experience they could barely do anything they barely make a fucking reasonable piano sound let alone a modulator you know create a woman's voice <laughs> Yeah, couldn't believe it. No. Basketball sequence? Oh, legit. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. I'm thinking this looks. See, these guys, a couple of these guys, look like they, they can play, and then they show old mate putting up. Bram. One of the worst. No, it wasn't Bram. Was, was it, it some guy that he was scamming? Remember his, no, that his was ra- Bram. No, it wasn't. It was. I'm it sure wasn't. it was Bram. No, it wasn't. He just had his hair out. No, remember he was scamming. The dude was scamming him. He I was, thought that was Bram. They looked at fucking identical. No, it wasn't. I'm pretty sure it wasn't Bram. Yeah. I thought it was just Bram and his skivvies and you know, his civvies, so, you know, he looked a little less. I don't think it was Bram. Maybe it was. Oh, I could be mistaken. No. Nah, no, it must have been. Why would it have running, been Bram? He's running the lottery scam. He's running the scam. The, yeah, the other kid's bucks, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah um, he can't collect it, but you can collect 100 bucks yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So the kid says, I'll go you 50-50 if you collect it and whatever. Yeah. He's trying to run him for the cash. But anyway, he puts, he up, puts up one of the worst jump shots in the history of fucking filmmaking. <laughs> Looks like I thought it was an overhead pass at one point. <laughs> Seems to be a jump shot. And they, they, they look like they cut it short, too, because I think everyone else realised, Jesus, doesn't look like he's playing basketball there. One of, my, one of my pet peeves, if you can't find someone if you can't find someone who can put up a decent mid-range jumper, don't fucking put him in the movie. You can't just just go and get some fucking college kids. You There's a college ball get, team that can fucking play. If you get any other person off the street, I could find 10 actors now. I'd get 10 actors that could play that role because it was two lines or three lines. Who can shoot the jump. And I could say, put up a jump shot for me right now. Uh, yours looks half decent. Yours, you look like a rec league player. In you come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This guy. Have you ever touched the so basketball? That, that, that's the reason why I think it was Bram. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to go and watch it right now. Check. I've still got it. <laughs> okay, we'll have another look. Fuck yeah, I'm going to check it out. <laughs> I, I, I am. I thought Bram's intro in, was the police office. Tune in next week when I explain <laughs> to you that it was Bram. Well, no, everyone will be waiting with bated breath to find out whether Bram was the one that took the world's worst jump shot or not. <laughs> I'll see if I can find some footage too of that, Jay. Maybe, we, maybe YouTube's got a clip, although this movie is... Absolutely <laughs> buried. <laughs> I highly doubt there's too many people who have cut up cut well, up copies of it from YouTube. You managed to find it. You managed <laughs> to fucking hunt down the ghost in the machine. It was on Apple TV, Apple Movies. Well, there you go. Jesus, they're desperate. Okay. I can't, I really can't stand... And look, this was the 90s. So I would expect we would have got past this. But I really can't stand, like, serial killers who, who are just... They act like the biggest weirdo known to man. Yeah. When, you know, it's pretty 
apparent that a lot of serial killers lead kind of double lives. It's not Michael or Jason, you know, so it shouldn't be... Yeah. I, I look at this and I think something like One Hour Photo, where yeah. Robin Williams is supposed to be... He's, he's presenting a front yeah. to get the, the, the things that he wants to get. This guy's the total opposite. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, total um, chasm in acting skills, but... Well, exactly. <laughs> but what I didn't like was we first meet this guy and he's in the computer shop. Yeah. And he's fucking... He doesn't talk and he looks away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's, you know, can we, we catch him sort of leaning out of behind doorways yeah. and leery. checking people out and leery like... Sniffing address books. <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't get past the interview. <laughs> We can get past the interview stage. So what do you Mate, think? Here's way here yeah, what are your computer skills? Yeah, yeah. Here's way, out, uh, way out here. Address book. Leave oh, your address yeah, book. Put my phone book out. Were you just licking my phone book or something? <laughs> put it down. You're eating some of the pages. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, you, we don't have an interview, mate. <laughs> but also, that scene's the worst because yeah. he they come back in. The the boss comes back in. It's right at the end of the day. And he walks over there, and this guy is sniffing this woman's address book. I'm not joking. He's there going... <laughs> and along comes the boss and goes, what are you doing? And he goes, drops the address book like some boat caught bloody jerking off. <laughs> and, he goes, and he goes, oh, she left her address book behind. I thought I'd drop past and, and, and give it back to her. And the boat goes, ah. Oh. Where did I? Where did I get you from? You're such a helpful person. I'm like fucking employee of the month. Yeah. You just walked in and saw him. Sti- Don't tell me you didn't see him sniffing the address book. <laughs> you saw it, because, mate. <laughs> yeah, what? I'm saying to him, listen. You're a very good employee, but look, let's stop doing things yeah. like this. It's the customers don't like yeah, it. Yeah, customers, look, the customers don't want you sniffing things or, you know. <laughs> if you can keep that to a minute. Sniff address books on your own time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got fucking computers to fix, mate. <laughs> and quite frankly, both people in that store didn't know what a computer looked like, as far as I can tell. I mean, I wasn't going into data tech to get my computer fixed, I no, can tell you no. now. Especially after, you know, when he's fixing that thing and the kid goes, oh, you got this one up. He's, hey! He grabs his hair. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, there's no indication that this bloke's like, I bet you're walking out of the shop going, fucking Leatherface is back there fixing the computers. Yeah. When did Leatherface become bloody, you know, computer literate? <laughs> well, the meat industry, the backwards meat industry's maybe, you know, it's hurting for business this time of the year. The backwards meat industry. <laughs> he basically turned it all into tea. Yeah. It's now running on tea. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we better send we better send Leatherface into town to pick up some computer computer skills. Get ourselves out there. <laughs> Get the barbecue business back up and running. Get a social media. No, actually, look, if Leatherface is probably too general. Uh, Probably a bit too out there. Buffalo Bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Buffalo Bill was working in, you know, in a data tech store. I'm telling you now. Like, at night, he's tucking his dick between his legs. So. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> wearing a suit of skin. Okay. <laughs> i got to be honest. When the killer has the car accident, yeah. the car's fucking upside down, ploughing through <laughs> a cemetery. He's chuckling, he? He's taking out headstones. What's happening But here? also, how did he die? How did he actually die? 
<coughs> excuse me, he died in the MRI. The machine. Right. So, the so electric- they're doing an MRI to assess damage. I'm assuming they found a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's brain fucked. <laughs> From the accident? No, <laughs> just in general. But then there was an electrical storm while it was in the MRI. So <laughs> it sounds like a super superhero's yeah. origin story or something. So he got, I don't know, he got zapped in the he MRI. He basically got electrocuted Yeah, and died. Yep. And his MRI sucked him up into the data net. That was the explanation that Bram gave us. Oh, fuck. When Bram gives me that explanation, the whole film just came more. I mean, it was already teetering on a precipice, but when he starts explaining the, it... Can we just go back to the address book? Can we just sniff a couple of pages of the address book? Because things, I would have, things yeah, are what? simpler back then. I think this movie would have been just as um, just as interesting and or slash boring had he have just been a, mer- a serial killer who sniffed a few address books. Well, I mean, they, they still could have played a technology angle that he, he used the tech that he had available, or he still, I mean, they still had her address book scanned in at the shop, Yeah. so they could have achieved a similar purpose, but I I mean, I, I was okay with the concept that it ran with, because if it wasn't that concept, they're not getting you in the door. No. So, well, no one went in the door anyway, yeah, well, so imagine how it have so not been that concept. about four people see it instead yeah. of five, so. I didn't see this in the cinemas, FYI. No, I didn't. But I didn't even think it came you to Australia. Have. No, I didn't see it yeah, in the cinema. Come on. You would have. Mate, this wasn't going to cinemas. But if it had, you would have, surely. Oh, look. <laughs> I mean, I had a movie Max card back in 93. <laughs> so I saw pretty much everything. <laughs> and uh, I didn't see this. What did movie Max save you? About a dollar? <laughs> no, no, movie Max was like you know, $10 tickets. Mm. Or $8 tickets. Movie Max is the greatest thing, the greatest thing they ever did. At Hoyt's? Mm. Sorry to go off on a tangent. Not quite as good as Movie Pass. No, not. Talk about value This is dollar. what I mean. Early what the fuck of- is Movie Pass doing when Movie Max card was basically that, but it was just like you paid a fee. Yeah. And you got tickets at eight bucks. You got a free movie to start with, and I think you got a second one on that was on the back if you. Yeah, you, know, you got your popcorn, your cheaper popcorn and everything. You Mate, got things stamped. By Movie Pass numbers, that's a fucking ripoff. <laughs> Early days of Movie Pass. Now we never saw it over here, but early days of Movie Pass was nine dollars ninety five US for a month for as many screenings as you could fucking handle. But no one ever took advantage of it, did they? No, they did. That was the problem. Everyone took advantage because they were relying on breakage, which is people who buy the card and don't use it. <laughs> they were breaking. You would need a lot of breaking. Well, that's the thing. Unfortunately, they doled out. I mean, their their figure was less than one movie ticket. Yeah. So if you saw a movie a month, you fucking the breakage is covered. <laughs> they didn't think of that. <laughs> That's why movie oh. pass is no longer with us. Right. Well uh, sorry, that was off on a little bit of a tangent there, but my movie Max card was dog eared. It was yeah. well worn. Yeah. My Hoist Rewards cops a bit of a flogging at at the moment, but mm-hmm. it's not quite the value. No, I I, there. I really haven't seen the I've been to the theatre a lot recently. Oh, if there was a ghost in the machine, you need to pick your game up. If there was a ghost in the machine remake, you might get me back through the door. We'll work on it. Well, we'll see what's going on. I'll give my notes on the on the VR scene. <laughs> okay. There's a sequence that, again, the age of the film shows when the stupid child Josh, who's how old is he? He's about twelve or thirteen. Yeah, he's supposed to be like thirteen. He is he? a fucking asshole. This kid. And he comes outside to talk to the babysitter, who's maybe 16. And he is wearing backwards cap. He's got a bowl haircut. His underpants are hanging out. His 
fucking jeans are down around his ass <laughs> and he starts giving her this crap oh, about how he must have been a thief oh, or something yeah, come on Jesus Jesus leching all over her Oof. I didn't even take that my notes just said the son is a ball bag <laughs> that's as far as I got I couldn't cop him I just could not cop him yeah he he was a flog there was no there was nothing redeeming yeah he didn't even there was no arc he didn't even no. sort of turn himself around e.g. starts out as a bit of a pain in the ass because his father's no longer there and mum doesn't spend any time with him but he doesn't even get to redeem himself no too busy playing bloody loser shit self, Larry he's doing games yeah. dialing up one night <laughs> there is a sequence where the mother comes in and says someone spent $700 on one nine hundred numbers so sex numbers the kid's like it wasn't me yeah. and it, it's obvious that the killer is through the computer has actually well I mean at jacked the time, up her bill but I'm thinking he's playing this the video game that's taking clothes off women and both of us looked at each other and said, that was him. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't a killer. He definitely he ran definitely up 700 bucks worth of sex lines. Yeah. I also, um, in that particular scene too, he fell victim to the uh, to the old classic of reading out what he's doing on the on the chat. Yeah. They shot it, so he's there going, uh, I am blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, you know, like he just, he reads out every single line that he types. Yeah. I'm like, you can get around that. You don't have to have him read it Well, that's all why out. it's called a visual medium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's showing us what it says on the screen. Yeah. And then when he finishes up, he goes, ah, oh, logging off. As he types it, <laughs> you don't, yeah, you don't do <laughs> you that. You stupid motherfucker. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, he, that character was absolutely the worst character I've seen in a lot, in, in some of these films. Yeah, and Karen Allen, too, just... She was just there. Yeah. There wasn't anything, like... There wasn't any sort of story with her to really follow. And also, even when Bram comes into the picture, he sounds like a type of fucking cereal. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm assuming... Were they, were they, was it a nod to Bram Stoker or something? I, don't know I why, think we're I don't giving him too much credit with that, but it possibly could have been. Hmm. Yeah, they don't even really have a, a kind of a relationship, so no. to speak. He just turns up on a doorstep because he's a data link or whatever. Yeah, and, and he's trying. He's making comments about, oh, you're arrested in this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I was at that uh, I was at that rally and things like that. And yeah. just, there's no reciprocation. It's <laughs> supposed to be building a relationship yeah. and she's just fucking giving I him think, nothing. I think she lost the pages <laughs> for that day. <laughs> or and, just said... Improv wasn't nah, her strength. She's saying, I'm cutting this. I'm yeah, cutting yeah, it out. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be oh, here yeah. any longer than no, is necessary. Like, Far out. Why would I date a bloke like Brad? <laughs> <laughs> the director's going, you would, you, you just would. You No, no, I wouldn't date him. Oh, yeah, I'm sticking with Elliot or whatever his name was. <laughs> oh, yeah, Another like, nothing character. The guy who catches fire in his fucking kitchen. <laughs> no, no, sorry, he caught fire in the John. In the John, that's right. <laughs> My apologies. The indignity. <laughs> <laughs> Dying on the toilet. He didn't die on the crapper. Yeah. He but died he... in the... Well, he would have, after he's been said a lot, I'm assuming he fell on the floor. There's probably some things on the floor that have stuck to people's shoes or something. Yeah, it's true. Just, yeah, true. Not a good place. We're coming back to the effects. Every time they go into inside the computer and sh- try and show us kind of like the 
the hard drive or the memory yeah. inside or how him travelling through. It just looks terrible. Yeah. Like, terrible. Beyond terrible. It does. There's a part early on where they show his face in the computer. Oh, yeah. Ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Was that the one where it goes all... It splits everything off and it shows him bleeding and stuff? Yeah, something like that. He yeah, kind of looks a bit like Frankenstein. And his eyes with. come open and it's... Oh, God. Yeah, it's just Rubbish. And, and the same can be said to the VR scene. Even though I like that idea... Yeah. And you know what I reckon? I reckon this entire concept was put together from that VR scene. That's where they started. Well, that would be really cool. Imagine if you, a killer was stalking you in VR. Let's mm. work backwards from that. That's, that, that. that seems like the kind of thing they would have gone for. Yeah. Is the VR scene, it sounds great in theory and on paper, but in reality, based on what they were working with in 93, mm. it was never going to look that good. Yep. And so it, and it didn't. It looked shocking because they, they had that whole, their heads on the VR bodies. Yeah. Which never looks, convinced. It looks dreadful. Um, when he actually came in and his face went all crazy and it was supposed to be scary. Yeah. Just Ugh. laughable. Yeah. And that's the, yeah, I guess that's the limitations of the time. Yeah. Now, the two boys, two preteen boys, pay their babysitter $37 and change <laughs> so she will show them her cleavage yep this is the kind of kid I'm talking about <laughs> this kid he needs a kick up the <laughs> ass <laughs> yeah a couple well be a couple yeah but also this kid had dabbled in 700 bucks worth of sex lines I mean you'd think he would have parlayed <laughs> that a little better he <laughs> uh, would have found a better spend for his 37 dollars you think well, he might have found his way to Club X or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guarantee you he would have been straight on the phone, though. That $37 didn't get used for the babysitter. He's straight on the phone, one Yeah, yeah. His buddy's going, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing. It's just used that $37. Trying to get more value for dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, add another. It's an extra, what is it? Well, bang for buck. It's a, the, buck. the first minute is $2 and every <laughs> second consecutive minute is three dollars uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I can work with I can work with two dollars <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a maximum of about ten minutes <laughs> <laughs> there's a scene where the cops all turn up to their house yep which is a great idea that the killer puts out the word to yeah. all the police yep in all these different ways. So there's a domestic disturbance that, this, that they're addressed. There's a co- officer down. There's And the cops come from everywhere. Mm. But then they just have this ridiculous scene where they're all gunned up at the front and then the electricity box explodes and they all just start firing like something out of fucking Predator. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> and, and I'm thinking, and don't they end up shooting the old lady? <laughs> It's <laughs> a grandmother from the rest of development. Yeah. That is probably funnier than any of the scenes she was in the rest of development. <laughs> I'm shooting the grandmother. I mean, this is as bad as that sequence in Halloween Four. You know, we killed Ted Hollister. <laughs> oh, it's just such a stupid scene because once again, it's a it's this juxtaposition of this movie having these really interesting ideas to work with because of the technology yeah. but then fluffing it when we get to the end mm. and it's just another example of that yep and my 
the last one for me was when you actually see him come out of the computer. Hmm. And he looks like a just a big group of little balls. Yeah. <laughs> little red balls or something. And people keep... Like, the kid jumps into him and he explodes into all these balls. and It just looked awful. And yeah. it didn't even kind of effectively kill him. Like, like you couldn't no. really have much of a, a fight. And by that point, like, I was... I was very down on the end because number one, it took it out of the home, and I thought a lot of that stuff taking place in their home and the surrounds was effective because that's the whole point of it, right? Your your kind of private life is under siege from your privacy is gone, and this guy's getting to you wherever. There's nowhere that's and safe. he's still doing his old stick. Yeah, and the- so they've taken it. It's so far removed from that that you kind of get taken away from one of the things that I thought was good about the movie. But even... I mean, one of my favourite parts of that whole thing was when the mother and the... I think it's the mother is in fucking mortal danger from the killer. Meanwhile, Bram's on the computer. And then he delivers a, yes, we're back in. And I'm like, there's no there's no fucking urgency. There's no enthusiasm. I mean, you basically just... You, that needed to happen to save her life, Bram. Like, yeah. You're going to be invested here. Get if you're fr- not invested, I'm not invested. Get partially frantic, Bram. <laughs> for God's sake. But you know what? Bram, I guess with a name like that, Bram is just cool under pressure, I suppose. Bram, Bram was at least putting in. Yeah. I mean, Karen Allen didn't look like she was fucking in danger. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> because, if he's basing it on her reaction... Because and, uh, her reaction was... Right. Well, they were limp. <laughs> that's, the, that's the word I'm using for it. She just never looked invested mm. at all. You know, you could have sworn that she basically did this on a dare or a bet or something, <laughs> or someone said, listen, we'll pay you a big pack, chunk of change. Because she just doesn't even look interested. It's like Bill Murray in the new fucking trailer for Z- Zombieland. <laughs> Have you seen that bit? They sit there and they go to Bill Murray, why did you do it? So I was talking about a movie and he goes, can I be honest with you? Drugs are expensive. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's what we're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. yeah she had a problem. <laughs> and she was requiring just a quick fix, 20 days work on some dodgy B picture that no one's going to see. Yep. And the budget was twelve million. I mean, I don't know what they were spending it on. Must have been the technology. The VR, stuff. mate. <laughs> Fucking hell! How much was that costing? The computer scene. Because it was just that ending was the ending was the worst part. Because I agree, it should have been in the home, and it should have been him coming back to try and finish. Yeah. Finish the job. You know, he was still crossing people off the address books while I was in the computer. So it's another name to cross off, and that's where it is, at their home. So it really... It, oh, and the age of the film stuck out worse than ever at the end. Like, it's just nothing worked in that end bit. Hmm. Because even the director had kind of lost lost the ability to grip, grip you with anything sort of fancy. Yeah, which was more, I mean... Again, not really her fault because they no. leaned on all this VR and oh, not the VR, sorry, all the all the technology and the computer graphics that just honestly they were the worst part of the movie. It was kind of inevitable because of the plot, but it was the worst part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now, have you got any other dislikes? No, that was it for me. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to kick it too 
too too hard being the big fans of techno horror that we <laughs> yeah yeah is there any other What's techno next? horror hardware lawnmower man hardware I don't want to watch hardware <laughs> hardware was I do poop if I, I remember watch rightly. It. although I haven't seen it in a while so yeah let's check it out yeah definitely check it out definitely put that on the list um lawnmower man is a must lawnmower man is one a must two? I've got another one for you hideaway right remember that no I Dean don't. Koontz novel I remember the novel. And it was directed by the guy who directed Lawnmower Man. And it was all about going into... <laughs> Jeff Goldblum had a connection with a serial killer and they kept sort of going into his mind and stuff. And that's where all this fancy bullshit was in. Yeah. It was trash. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I mean, the novel's not one of Koontz's best either and it was ten times better than what they delivered. And if I remember correctly, that same director directed Virtuosity. <laughs> Talk about niche. Yeah, I know. He's a niche market, man. And we need to watch first. His watch, name was just coming up every time there was a... Oh, it's got visual effects. Let's get... This is our We're going to have a VR sequence. Um, we must watch Virtuosity. Must we? Denzel, Russ the Puss. Like, it's Denzel phoning it in. That's probably the only Denzel film he's ever phoned in. Right. Okay. All right. I reckon we might have to check it out then. Whereas Rusty's, he's like 10 phones going off at once. Yeah, yeah. He's loving life. Given that for some reason you're on a techno horror kick and Darkman's just been fucking... No. Darkman's just been pushed right to the back of the line. Darkman is definitely there. Darkman's next. Back of the line. You're on techno horror. No, no. Techno horror can be pushed Unless Darkman can get himself in a VR sequence Well, kind of visually, Darkman might fit. I think, no, Darkman's next. Okay, I'm happy. definitely next. So, you can uh, we're on Podomatic, iTunes, and Spotify. Send us an email, thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com, and on Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Chuck us a rate and review on uh, iTunes and Podomatic if you can. Now, as I said, Darkman next. We're also working with the Nostalgia Me Damn guys. I think we've finally got a date, yeah? Yes. We've finally got a date yeah, to record. Yeah, we're working on it. We're going to do it with those guys, and we're going to actually cover the Scream franchise. We're actually going to talk about... We're going to rate it, like we did with Halloween. Mm-hmm. So that should be bloody good fun. So keep an eye out for all that stuff. But until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.